0: Well, good morning. Again, it's good to be with you for another segment of our Shelter Daily in His Word. Thank you again for just uh, being with us throughout this week. We have been looking at Psalms chapter 1, talking about what the blessed man's life looks like. And, when I, uh, and please understand this, uh, I'm, I'm, when I say man, I'm talking about all of us together. Uh, we are, as believers in Jesus Christ, this is what the blessed life looks like. And I want us to take a closer look at it uh, again today. So if you have your Bibles, if you haven't got it out yet, go ahead and get it out. It's Psalms chapter 1. We're going to be looking at the the secret of the blessed life. And we will read together. But just before we do that, let's pray together. Father, thank you for the joy that we have of being able to just assemble together one more time. Uh, Lord, thank you for the instrument of technology where we can get the word to go out, Lord, and so many can hear and receive the word that you give for, to us, that you have for us. I pray your blessing, God, upon this word today. Let it speak to our hearts. and Draw your people to you. God, we pray, help us, Lord God, to walk in the way that you want us to walk. To live our lives out, God, the way that you've called us to live our lives. We love you and give you praise for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I want to... Just say thank you to those of you that joined with us yesterday evening for our prayer time. Thank you for uh, making prayer time such a special time and a unique time uh, where we can just come together and pray and seek the Lord together. We're praying for a great awakening to take place in our nation. And I believe that God is calling sons and daughters home from the north, south, east, and west. And that is what we're praying and believing for. So thank you for joining with us. And thanks to all of those who participated in our prayer time, and who are a part of that, especially those of you that prayed uh, together and prayed uh, with us because it is so important for us to seek the face of God and to hear from Him, to hear from heaven. I pray God open the heavens over northwest Indiana. and God would just speak to us and just speak into us. So that we can go out and be a light because this is what we want to be. We want to be what the Word of God says. We want to live our lives in such a way that we live as as blessed people. Psalms chapter 1. Let's look at it together. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of the sinner, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He'll be like a tree planted by the river of water. He brings forth fruit in its season, whose leaves also shall not wither, and whatever he does will prosper. The ungodly are not so, but they're like the chaff, which is the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor the sinner in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly he shall perish. Wow. So here we are talking about, oh, look at what the blessed man's life is. Look at the blessedness of the man. Look at how blessed God's men are. Look at how blessed God's people are. Look at the blessing of that God brings to the lives of those who follow after him they're, a, they're a, like a tree, they have life they're, they have vitality they are they're producing life all the time they're secure they're like a tree planted they're rooted and grounded and, and deeply planted in the things of God they have they have a, a great abundance of supply. For everything they have need of because they have, they're planted by a stream of water, a river of water that brings forth. What does it do? It yields forth fruit. There's fertility there. There is a, there, there, there is a, a life giving tree. It gives life to others. It helps others. It brings joy to others. It produces fruit, love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, meekness, faith, temperance. There is a proprietary aspect to this too as well because it brings forth fruit in its season. I talked about this in, you know, at length yesterday. I talked about how that, that, that the fruit that God wants, he wants to, whatever season you're in, there's fruit, fruit that needs to come forth. Whatever's going on in your life right now, there's a certain kind of fruit God wants to bring forth. That the reason why you're going through the thing you're going through at this moment in time is because He has something He wants to do for you. He has something He wants to do in you and through you, and so He brings you through seasons of life. Sometimes we don't understand this. Sometimes we, we, we fail to recognize the, the, the depth of what God is trying to do in our lives. But he's only trying to bring more fruit out of you. He doesn't want you just to just produce fruit. He wants you to be fruitful. He wants you to multiply. He wants there to be much fruit in your life. And so this is what he does. He brings about much fruit. He produces. Why? Because there's a, there's a, a perpetuity to this. All right. There is a foreverness to this. Uh, this is the idea of of what he said, whose leaves they do not wither. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I don't, I didn't come to Jesus Christ and have salvation, and then all of a sudden, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to be saved anymore. That's not how. That's not how he wants to do this in your life. Now you don't have to serve God if you don't want to. But see what happens is. He's telling us that, that if you will, the, the, the blessed life, the one who's blessed is that, you know what? This is a forever life. I am all in with God. I am completely in. I'm, I'm so into Him. I, I want Him. I want new life. I want, I want eternal life. I don't want just life in this life. I'm not looking for just a a way of kind of skating through the life I'm in. No. Instead, what I'm looking for is I'm looking for an eternal life through Jesus Christ. And when my mind and my heart is set on things above and not on the things of this earth, my life is different. If I have a heaven downward perspective instead of an earth upward perspective, there's a difference. See, when I'm looking from the earth upward, I'm always looking for a way out. I'm always looking for for a way to, to. I don't know what to do I don't know how to handle these matters, but I'm, when I've got my mind on heaven downward. I'm thinking okay You know what I can do anything through Christ John chapter 3 verse 15 says that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life and His fruit abides In other words his fruit remains His fruit continues His fruit is growing it's, it's a continuous thing John 15 16 you did not choose me but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain and that whatever you ask the Father in my name he may give you did you hear what he said he didn't you didn't choose him he chose you I'm telling you this is this this, this idea you know that you can just wake up one day and say I think I'm gonna serve God that does that's not how it works in fact, the truth of the matter is most, most people will not ever wake up and say, I just want to serve God today. That, that's not how, how he comes along and he knocks at your door. He speaks to you. He, he, the Holy Spirit convicts, constrains, woos. He puts people in your life. People are there to speak to your heart. Situations and circumstances may arise. Why? He's calling your attention to him. How are you going to get through this difficult moment? What are you going to do? You can drown it if you want to in Jack Daniels. You can smoke it away and get high But when you come down and when the when the the buzz is over when the drunkenness is is left you You still have the issue Here's the thing as a believer in jesus christ. I pour my life into him He pours his life into me. Yes, the problems may be there, but I have someone who can handle problems. I can't Greater things he will do in my life greater things can be done why because i'm more than a conqueror through him that loved me nothing can separate me from him there is a there is a a a a a way in which that god when we're planted in when we're rooted listen you know what when you look out at trees you understand when a tree goes through its seasonal cycles right we we all of a sudden you look out one day and the leaves all are full and the trees are full of leaves right And then the fall comes what happens to those leaves they fall down. Does that mean that tree is dead? Does that mean that tree is it's done with you gonna chop it down just chop that old tree down it, it don't have no more leaves on it get rid of it Absolutely not why because when the seasons change it produces its leaves do not wither There's always gonna be leaves produced on that tree as long as the roots are in there as long as those roots go down to the ground as long as that happened that tree will thrive and that tree will produce you don't cut down a tree just because the leaves fell off of it you don't do that you wait see what happens the next thing you prune it you tend to it you take care of it that's what you do when all the apples are gone off the apple tree do you get rid of the apple tree of course you don't there is a perpetuity to this there's a way see this is what god is doing in second corinthians chapter five verse one for he, we know that if our earthly home, this tent, is destroyed, that we have a building from God, a home, a house, not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. That's what Paul was talking about. There's this, there's this eternity that is beyond it. It's beyond the here and the now. You understand? The enemy wants to try to take you out, but you don't have to be taken out. You can stand. You, why? You're rooted. You're rooted. You know, when you are vulnerable, is when you uproot yourself. When you decide you want to do your own thing, when you decide you want to do what you want to do, when you do that, that's when you become vulnerable. That's when you become when you fall prey to the rav, rav, the ravaging wolves that are out there. But if you stay planted, you are secured in Christ Jesus. You hold to the faith that holds you. When you do that, what happens is that He leads you and guides you. And yes. You'll go through seasons of life. You'll go through, you'll go through ups and downs. You'll climb mountains. You'll go through valleys. You'll go through winters. You'll go through springs. You'll go through fall. You'll go through summers. You'll go through times and seasons. You'll have, there'll be times when, when, when things will happen in your life that you're not sure about. But the one thing you'll always have inside of you is you'll know that, Hey, you know what? I am secured in Jesus Christ and I know who I believe in. And I know that I'm persuaded that he's able to keep that which is committed unto me against that day. In other words, I know that I have what I have in Christ Jesus. It is banking on the fact that Jesus is coming again. My hope is not in something I see. My hope is that which I don't see yet, but I believe it's coming. That's why I talked about for the last couple of weeks about the coming of the Lord. And about the things that those, why? Because that's my hope. My hope is that he is coming again. I have this, I have this eternal promise. That even when death comes knocking at my door, I don't have to fear death. I don't have to fear those things. Because as long as I know that I'm in Christ, for me to live is Christ, to die is gain. I know that we get caught in those, that, 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 that tension of life, if you will. But the reality is, is that if I trust in Jesus Christ, if I hold on to Him, then I don't have to fear the things that are out there. I don't have to fear the unknown because my God knows the unknown things. He sees what I cannot see. He knows what I cannot know. And so there is this perpetuity to it. There is this eternity to it. There is this foreverness to it. That he didn't save us for the moment. He saved us for eternity. That when all the world will pass away, 1 John 2 says, when all the world and all the world is passing away and the lust of it, but he who does the will of the Lord will abide forever. There it is. Eternity. If I do the will of the Father, If I do what the Father asks, if I continue in the way of the Father, if I continue to to honor my Father, if I continue to to listen and heed the Holy Spirit and do what He asks of my life, there is a foreverness for me. Heaven and earth will pass away. He said, but my word will not pass away. He said, the grass will wither, the flower will fade, but my word will last forever. And when the word abides in me and I abide in it, I can ask whatever I need. The Father will do it for me. See, I have that assurance. I know that this is the, the reality. I am his, he is mine. This is where we live. This is who we are. This is how it works. And then he says, and I love this, because he says, now notice, he said, he'll be like a tree planted by the river of water. His leaves will not wither. Whatever he does will prosper. So there is a prosperity that comes. This is, the, this is the, something unique. The sum of, of all the other six, Right? The sum of of, of vitality, security, capacity, perpetuity, the the, the supply uh, of the perpetual uh, understanding of of forever ends up in this idea of prosperity. And and this is so interesting because uh, when you look back, go back in in Genesis, you look back in Genesis and, and, and the life of Abraham and the Bible says in Genesis 24, it says when Abraham was old, Well advanced in age. Watch this. It says the Lord blessed Abraham in all things. You know, I may not live in a mansion here. But in my father's house are many mansions. I may not have the the best of everything here. But it doesn't matter because you know what? Here, rust destroys it. Thieves steal it away. But there's coming a day, praise God, there's coming a day when I will stand in the presence of Almighty God and everything, and, and I mean everything that I ever needed in my life. Every supply. In fact, my Bible tells me that right now, my God will supply all of my needs according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. that's where it's at when i think about this i think about romans 8 and i think about what it says in romans eight twenty eight. 28 it says that we know that all things work together for good for those who love god and for those who are called according to his purpose all things all things all seasons everything that goes on this is the this is the the secret of living a blessed life this is what it's like to live a blessed life this is why we all ought to be living this way. Because this is what God wants. You know, he said, Well, is there really a secret? Well, yeah, it is clearly stated. He says, uh, There is, there is uh, if you look at verses one and two, uh, you know, he said, he said This is uh, the, the secret uh, of li- how do you get to this life? How do you get to this place of living this blessed life? Well, you know, if you look at what it says, you know, he tells us right off the bat, Blessed is the man who walks not. In the counsel of the ungodly nor stands in the way of the sinner nor sits in the seat of the scornful but he delights in the law of God see this is this is where it's at we when we delight in the law of God when we delight in the things you know a lot of people look at the law of God They go, and oh man I, I I'm not gonna live I can't live like that there's no way I can do that I can't live be like that why not why not If you can sit in the way of the sinner, if you can sit in the seat of the scornful, if you can walk the way of sinner, then surely to goodness you can delight in the law of the Lord. Of course you can. Because you can't, you may not be able to do it in your flesh, but that's the reason why Jesus came. He came so that we might have life. (laughs) We might have it more abundantly. So this is, this is where it's at. So here's what I'm asking, I'm asking you today to think about this. To think about the blessed life. Now, we're going to look at this, the opposite of this, okay, tomorrow. We're going to take a uh, just a, a, a quick glance at the concluding part of this. Because in the conclusion, he talks about how the secret of this blessed life comes about. How do I acquire this? And you can see it in verses 1 and 2. So let me ask you this. <clears throat> Are you enjoying the blessing of the lord are you walking in the blessings of god are you allowing the seasons of your life to produce the kind of fruit that god wants in the season you're in are you living your life where that your leaves won't wither do you have that promise are you holding on to that promised hope that one day jesus is coming back for me if you're living your life right now with a life that says well you know i kind of hope it is but I'm not really sure. Man, don't live your life like that. You can have the assurance Jesus came. And he says, if we would confess to him, if we would believe in our hearts, Christ has been risen from the dead, we can have that same hope. Do you have that hope? This is is what he wants. Do you have the hope you need? You can only find it in Jesus Christ. You can't find it in the world. The world doesn't have it. My goodness gracious! The world's looking for all kinds of there, the world right now, literally has come unhinged. Why? Because of sin. Because of trying to let every man finding that which is right in its own eyes. <clears throat> How do we live? We live by faith and trusting in Jesus Christ. How are you living your life? I believe that when we walk and live our lives in that way, everything changes. Doesn't mean things disappear. just means everything changed. I have a different outlook. I see things differently. Things I hear are different. My life is different because of who Jesus Christ is in me. The secret to life, the secret to life is Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's where it's at. So my prayer for you today is is that you'll find that hope, that you will know that, that you'll understand, hey, I want to live like this. This is the life I want to live. I don't want to live like the world is. I don't want to be like the world is. I don't want to live that way. I want to live my life as a blessed and happy person because I found Jesus. And he produces in me the fruit. And my roots go deep down. Man, I am firmly planted. No wind or wave can toss me. No wind of doctrines and changing I'm not going to be swayed by the seasons I'm in. Instead, I'm going to understand that whatever season God brought me into is a season where the Lord says, I'm going to produce this fruit in your life. This is the fruit I want to produce. So whatever season I'm in, whatever's going on, in my, I can't get away from that. That to me is so powerful because when I think about that, man, I look back over my life and I realize, man, you know what? There were things God was doing and I didn't even recognize it at the time. I didn't even realize it. And now, now it makes sense. I'm sure you probably feel the same way. So Father, in today's seasons, today's climate that we're in, we as God's people are called to produce fruit that people God can taste and know that you're good. So I pray today that that that's what we will do that we will that we as a as, as your people will will produce it will put it to use in our lives that God it'll it'll be seen that that our leaves God we want we have we have eternity on our minds Lord. every day God we look for your appearing every day we're anxious God for you to come but Lord God while we're waiting Lord God we want to produce fruit in the season we're in. So we ask you, Holy Spirit, give us, oh God, courage, producing the fruit and fulfilling the promise of the blessed life. We ask it in Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you again for joining with me on this Thursday's edition of Shelter Daily in His Word. I pray that uh, this has been a blessing to you and uh, would you let us know? Uh, click the like button, I tell you this every day, click the like button. It's important, we need that, because it tells us, hey, you know what, I like what I'm hearing. And then share it with someone. Man, wouldn't it be great if you share, and someone else shares, and someone else continues to share, and it just goes around the world? I believe the gospel needs to be preached around the world. And so with your help, we can do that. So God bless you, look forward to seeing you this weekend at our church services, and uh, God will do a unique work in our hearts and lives. Uh, the sanctuary, we're, we're, we keep it ready for you and it's prepared, so come and enjoy the presence of the Lord at 415 North Hobart World, Jubilee Worship Center, a place of new beginnings and uh, check us out, jubileeworshipcenter.com look forward to seeing you soon, God bless you you have been so, so good to me when I felt no worse you paid it all So...